My name is Danny Casey, and you're listening to Danny C Talking Sports. Yeah, I think I'm back. Let's uh, let's see how this goes, shall we? All right. Well, guys, I want to say uh, first things first. Uh, I know it's been a minute. It's been a while since I have, uh, you know, honestly said anything. It's been it's been a while, and uh, I just wanted to, you know, just give you a couple reasons to why I've taken a break and before I get into I guess what this uh, episode is going to be about and just uh, get into that so I just wasn't in the right mental space to continue uh, my show at the time where I was going with it and I just I wanted to take a break for a bit and then it turned into a big break and yeah, that's just what it is. But I, I feel like right now I'm in a better mental space. And uh, I want to, I really want to give this another shot and see if, where it goes. And that people still want to listen to me. And I feel like people do. I've been hearing a lot of people want me to get back on this. And here I am trying to give it another shot. So uh, yeah, I'm hoping this goes well. And I'm going to try to, to continue this going forward. Because, again, I always loved podcasting. Uh, I always enjoyed it. And all the episodes I ever made, uh, I felt like they were either pretty good or good enough to me. And uh, a lot of people liked my my show and uh, want to bring it back. So uh, that's just my little spiel on that. Well, I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. And uh, I'm looking forward to uh, continuing to create more episodes for you guys. All right. Well, enjoy y'all. So uh, on this episode, I'm going to be talking about the, you know, my team, New York Knicks. And honestly, in the past uh, couple years that I haven't really been doing this, there was a point where the Knicks were pretty, they were pretty freaking good. A couple years ago, oh my God, what a team. I missed that, uh, I missed that team so much. The 2019-20 Knicks, oh my God. Julius Randle, most improved player. I mean, it doesn't get better than that. I mean, Alfred, Alfred Payton as their starting point guard. Definitely not ideal. But uh, once we got Derrick Rose as our sixth man in that trade, that beautiful trade, you know, we got things going and we got to the playoffs. And uh, it, was, it was a great team. R.J. Barrett, he was doing his thing. And just, you know, we had to meet Trey Young in the playoffs. And that was, uh, yeah, I mean, we all know how that went, right? So, uh, yeah. Then the year after, all right, Julius Randle, our, our Knicks. Majority of the team is still in, intact. Got rid of Alfred Payton, so, so that was good. But Alec Burks is our starting point guard. I mean, I like Alec Burks. That's my guy right there. But uh, he's not your starting point guard. It's it's just not ideal whatsoever. He's a shooting guard. He's supposed to play the shooting guard position, and uh, obviously, yeah, that season just was not it. Julius Randle was not there mentally. He was definitely not there, and it was just a bad season. Now we're here, and it's still way too early in the season to really be talking highly about my Knicks. But we're two and one, and uh, I'll take that any day of the week. You know, uh, so it's a good start. And honestly, in the first game against the Memphis Grizzlies, a really good team at that. We put up a good fight. And honestly, I really think we should have won that game. 
Yeah, I mean, this team was, the Memphis Grizzlies, was second in the Western Conference last year. And, uh, or were they first? I, I believe they were second. Anyways, they were one of the best teams in the Western Conference last year. And we put up a really good fight against them. John Morant, I mean, <laughs> that man is unstoppable. I mean, we tried everything. One of my friends told me that we should build a wall and just to stop him. And uh, it, there was, literally there was nothing we could do to stop that man. But he was scoring it in every facet, whether that's driving in the paint, shooting a three-pointer, literally just pulling up in your face and just splashing it. There was no, There was no stopping that man. But uh, I liked what I was seeing, especially out of uh, Julius. Uh, definitely a really strong game. And um, Jalen Brunson, I mean, let's get into that. Jalen freaking Brunson, the point guard we needed. We got it. We have our literally the last best point guard we had was Raymond Felton, back dating back to like 2013, 2014. I mean, it's been almost like. 10 years since we had like a decent point guard. Ranfona was good for us, but he ain't no Jalen Brunson or any of these top guards that we have nowadays. So we got our point guard. We got our point guard for at least the next five years or four years. I think it's, I think it's a four year deal and I couldn't be more happier. You know, he's coming off a strong playoffs, got, uh, carrying their, the Dallas Mavericks into the Western conference uh, finals. I mean, he he just he's a, he's a dog, he's a dog, and the preseason and uh, the three games that he's played so far for us, he's been he's been doing what we kind of expected from him, you know, coming off that playoffs, and uh, yeah, I mean I hope he continues to keep it going, because here's the thing, he's a floor general and he knows like when, you know, to attack and score. The offense is, a, you know, just not going the way it's supposed to be. He's all right, guys. Let's just uh settle down, and uh, he just he, you know he 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 controls the offense. He controls the offense, and he does what he got got to do to like, take over and be like, all right, guys, I got this, and uh, gets everybody into position to and just so here's the thing: like when he's driving to to the basket, he'll kick it out somebody like RJ or even Randall for three, and it, it just it's. It's a beauty. It's really a beauty. And the way he attacks the basket. I mean, man. You know, we got our guy. We got our guy. And he's been playing really good so far for us. And I hope that he continues to keep it going. And along with Julius Randle, I mean, there's nothing much to say. You know, this is the Julius Randle of two years ago. Most improved player, Julius Randle. And I am very, very happy and pleased to see what he's been doing for us so far. And uh, we need him to be that guy every single night for us. And when there it comes to a point where he's letting other guys do their thing, and just when he when he knows, all right, now I gotta score like five six points, and then all right, I'm gonna let let you guys do your thing. That's how he's supposed to play. When he tries to control the ball, and and honestly, I I get it. Last year, you know, he had to be the mo- most ball dominant player because. I mean, you we can't have Alec Burks running up the ball every single time, nor can we have Julius Randle. But you know, here we are, and we had Julius Randle running the offense, and it just wasn't pretty. What well, by any means. And again, two years ago, he had he averaged about like six assists per game. So I, I mean, I get it, you know, but it's just he's a six nine power forward. 
he's not supposed to be running the offense. But now we got a point guard and Julia and uh, Jalen Brunson, and we don't need him to do that anymore. And uh, I'm liking what I see so far. And our bench, I love the signing of Isaiah Hardenstein. What a great signing! And honestly, you could argue that he he's better than Mitch, at least offensively. That's for sure. Defensively, Mitch might have the upper hand in him on him. But uh, Isaiah Hardenstein isn't. It's not. It's not like he's a bad defender by any means. He is a good defender. And I love his hustle. The other night, I went to the game um, with my girlfriend, and uh, it was the home opener. And just he made this really great hustle play, and it was um, the ball was coming off. The, uh, yeah, someone sh- shoots the ball on the Detroit, and he grabs the ball and he just no no sorry it was on the Knicks. It was an offensive rebound he got. He was fighting for the ball, and then he tips it right back, and then uh, I believe we threw an alley to Obi Toppin, and it, it was just a. It was just a beautiful play, but I love the hustle. I love the energy that he brings. Just the bench in general. And wait until Quentin Grimes comes back. I mean, come on, man. That dude hit the three ball, put really played good defense. That's just my guy right there. And he's part of our youth group. He's, he's going to be good once he comes back for us. You just got to stay healthy. And um, Derek Rose, I mean, he's he's looking really good so far. Skinniest has ever been since his MVP season, from what I hear. I mean, that's uh, that's really good. That's great. And then quickly, he's looking back. It's looking like he's he's going back to where where we had him for his rookie season. And I just uh, I like that he's sometimes he's he tries to like he takes uh, too many like shots where it's like all right, what are you doing? But then it's like. He's. I love his confidence, and he's been. You know, he's ending his shots this year. Like in that game against Detroit, there was like a mid-range pull-up he hit, and we were up like fifteen. It was like thirteen, I believe, actually. And then he hit to go make us go back up by fifteen. But it's like, it's like it wasn't kind of not unnecessary. It was kind of unnecessary, but you know, he got it in, and uh, it's looking like he's got his confidence back. Because last year it was kind of like a bad year for him, and yeah. Cam Reddish, I want to talk about him for a second. First game against the Grizzlies, really. Lo- this is like what I ex- wanted, honestly, when we got, got him from the trade last year from uh, Atlanta. And uh, yeah, here's the thing: he's another guy like quickly where it's like takes a bunch of bad shots, sometimes just the most horrible shots you could think of. But when he's hitting these crazy shots, honestly, it's like. You you got it. You got it. And here's, you know, with his wingspan and all that, he's he's got a good height. You know, he, he can really play good defense. It's more about, like, his effort and his work ethic, I feel like, uh, is always in question because I feel like, you know, he has all this talent and he kind of just, like, doesn't um, take advantage of it. So with that first game against Memphis – he was taking full advantage of it. And that's kind of what we want from him every night. In the past two games, you know, he's been showing some flashes. But it's just a matter of consistency. We don't need him to score like 20 points per game every night. But we just need him to show up enough and just play defense and make uh, great energy plays for us. How could I forget? 
our uh, $120 million play in R.J. Barrett. Now, his first game, I'm not going to lie, that was really bad. Not a great start, but uh, past two games, he's been picking it up. And we just need to see R.J. become an all-star. It doesn't have to be this season, but within these next two or three years, we got to see that man become an all-star because it's kind of what we're expecting at this point with this, the kind of contract we gave him. And I, I love R.J. Love R.J.'s game. And uh, I believe he's he worked on his left hand in the summer and all that, which is honestly something that's really important along with R, uh, with uh, Julius. You know, his driving game. And just... Uh, here's the thing. With Julius and R.J. last year, they were focused way too much on trying to hit their perimeter shots. It needs to be a good balance of both. And I feel like... With somebody like Jalen Brunson, who's gonna set, who's set, been setting up their offense, our offense, you know, you get these guys in the right position, and also just even these guys in general, just try to take the right shots. And uh, RJ's got RJ just like Julius has to play to his strengths, and I, I think, uh, I think they'll be all right. And if RJ could just try to like push that uh, points per game threshold to like instead of twenty to twenty two. And then Julius just goes back to what he was doing as MVP, and it, not as MVP, maybe one day, but I don't know, is in his uh, most improved season, most improved player season. Yeah, I think we could be a playoff team, and I think we could really give, honestly, any team a run for their money. You know, again, if we're giving a team like the Memphis Grizzlies, again, the second team, second best team in the Western Conference last year, we lost in overtime by three points, and we honestly could have won that game with the way we just came back to that game. I really think we could beat anybody. And I know we just beat Detroit and then Orlando, two teams that we were supposed to beat. You have to see, like, the offense is there. Our, we're, we're scoring on fast break points now. It's like we're you know, just embracing our youth. And uh, our offense and our defense is there. It's, it is there. And I'm really just liking uh, what I'm seeing so far. I really am. And uh, I I really do believe we could be any team in this league, and I hope that uh, we try to get back into the playoffs. And uh, I'm hoping that uh, it's going to be a good year. I really do. I'm liking what I'm seeing so far. You know, again, we're only three games in. We'll see what happens. But um, I'm expecting it. It's, I think it's going to be a pretty good season, I think. Like Obi is another guy I really like. I'm hoping he gets more burn. The thing is, like another when you, we bring on our bench and a guy like Obi Toppin comes in, he's the kind of guy that like is always going to give you those energy plays. But you, he's just always running the down the court, and then you just throw him that loop, and then it's just like you know, and then it's like four straight points right there, just off of easy fast break points. Obi Toppin, and that's the kind of guys you you know you want on your team. That's why when we have our bench, we're we're doing good. But it's hard, you know, when you want to bring a guy like Obi Toppin, he's having a good game. You can't have him and Julius at the same time. We tried that before, but you know, one of them is going to be playing center, and it's just not ideal. And so we're kind of in a tight conundrum here. And Thibodeau has to make a decision what how he wants to who he wants to keep in and what I like about Thibodeau, he likes to play who's playing good and during that game. So if Obi's playing good and Julius is not, he's gonna play Obi. It's just a given. Unless we really need somebody like Julius to come back. 
then, you know, that's just what it is. If you if the Knicks could figure out a way to play Julius and Obi at the same time, because here's the thing, you really can't play Obi the three either. It's just not ideal. Then I think we'd be alright, but I really want to see Obi get more minutes and I'm hoping that we do. I love Obi's game as well. And I just love our youth. And I really think we got a deep team. Like I said, I'm hoping we make the playoffs. And yeah, we'll see what happens. But I'm liking our team and uh, hoping for the best. And I think we got, we got a good future ahead of us for my New York Knicks. I'm going to leave it at that. And I'm going to be definitely talking more Knicks throughout the year. And yeah, I'm hoping it's going to go well. And thank you guys again for all the support and love that uh, I've received for my podcast. I think I'm back, guys. I think I'm back. I'll see you guys next time.